Ricky Gatson. So, real street, making some noise today, man. So, so we got number one qualifier, and you got a record. So, unreal. This <laughs> is it's, it's really a good feeling because I've been out of real street for five years, um, and uh, I did well when I was in it with the ZX14 Turbo. We set the record at 770 right at 195 miles an hour and actually today i broke my own turbo record at 195 wow. with a zx10 turbo you know who would think that i would come out with a turbocharged zx10 six years later and you know it's a good feeling because you know when you out of sight you're out of mind mm -hmm. and people tend to forget that you can do something just because you're not doing it don't mean you can't do it. yeah and i've been away from it for a while and i just i just really set my sight on my goals to 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 reinvent people's opinion of what I can and can't do. You know, this whole Chris Moore thing got people thinking that I'm washed up. You know, and that's that's I guess maybe that's a marketing plan. Or maybe they really believe it. But his YouTube fans believe that shit is true. So <laughs> I'm just out here, I'm having fun again. Um, this is what I enjoy to do. This is what we've done forever. And now, I guess you could say we're back, but we really ain't never left. We just kind of took a back seat, but we're back. And uh, I'm, I'm happy with the bike. The bike is like a bracket bike. It goes 750s. When we built this bike, I didn't even think that. I knew it would be competitive because I went 790s years ago, back in early. Uh, this bike, when I brought this out, was in 2007. See you tomorrow, sir. Okay. It was in 2007 it was the, uh, when this bike was done. Rob Muzzy, this was a Muzzy built bike. And uh, I went 796, didn't know what I was doing with, it, with this turbocharged bike. Um, and it was at 64 inches. And then I blew it up because I put a small fuel line on it, trying to make things neater, whatever. And it sat from 2007 until last year when I decided to make it a real street bike. When I realized the rules favored the 1000s, I said, let's, uh, let's bring it back out, you know? So we went through the bike completely like it's a, this is the simplest, This I, I gotta say that this bike, they call it real street. Mm -hmm. And it actually is a real street. I can get on this bike and ride this to the store with my daughter on it. And it wouldn't overheat, it's got a fan, it's got a radiator, it's got everything. It's a stock motor, doesn't have cams, doesn't have, it's got valve springs, got uh, Corilla rods, and good pistons and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It's got stock cams, it's got stock right, head, no port work, no nothing. So, we're super impressed with this. My guys, Gary and Barry, they, they done adopted this as their child. And every little thing, if you look at the detail on this bike, um, we've done shit that nobody's done. This is a Gen 1 ZX10. This is a hydraulic clutch. This is a Brembo master cylinder from a Z, from a H2, from a 2017 Ninja H2. They're all 1,000cc bikes, so we made it work. They adopt, they made it work. And then here, this is a, um, uh, a oil pump. So instead of relying on the turbo getting this oil, the way that we actually, this is where the water pump used to be at. And this was from a Hayabusa. This was a, uh, a DME Hayabusa pump that they converted to fit this engine. And now we get our oil pressure and stuff from that oil pump that doesn't take any external 
electricity to, to turn it or power from the bike because it, when I start the motor up it spins it like you spin the water pump so these are all the things that we thought of that no one this is a one-off bike really because nobody besides Chad Chad's the only one who has run a ZX10 in this class and Chad helped me a bunch in the beginning so that I didn't make little mistakes like, you know, oil pressures and the timing he runs, stuff like that. But Chad hasn't pushed the limits like we plan on. So we really had to step outside of what he was helping us with to figure out what it was going to take to blow it up. And we did. We blew it up twice. And then we backed off, you know. But now I'm helping Chad. And look at him, he's going 760 this weekend, 190, you know? So, kind of trading information with him and helping him with the things that I found out that works on these ZX-10s and things that, that just our own stuff and just actually just relay the information to him and, and I'm, I'm happy he helped me, I'm helping him, you know? We represent the ZX-10s out here. This is an exciting weekend of racing and it's not done yet. We still got tomorrow. So and you're obviously sitting in a good spot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely not done. So you know, I was just happy. I didn't bring the bike out all last year. People people kind of ragged on me because I, I was happy when we had on the dyno to make 300 something horsepower. And they, you know, they were weren't really impressed, you know, with 300 horsepower, but that was just a start, you know. And uh, so now for the bike to come this far, and I was determined that I was not going to bring this bike out until it was competitive. So we built the bike last May. And no one ever saw it on the racetrack until August at the XDA race when I figured that maybe it's going to get down the track this, this race because couldn't get it to leave the starting line. We thought we got it figured out. I said, I'm going to go to the race just to see where we are. When our first pass down the racetrack in the quarter mile went 7.99. I was ecstatic. Like, that's the same weekend they was going 50s and 60s. But I was happy. Like, that's how fast I was going. You know, Brandon went a 51 or 2 and won that race. But I didn't come back out again until November. So I thought I was ready. And when we came out, I was confident that we were ready. Although we hadn't been... We, what made me happy is that we continuously went faster and faster every time we went out. We would figure something out. I was learning how to work my my uh, my standalone, um, my Max ECU, and Steve Nichols have really, really, really stepped up and helped me. You know, figure. I just need to know how to navigate it because Steve is never. He tunes everything. He's a wizard, but he don't know what it takes to, to make this bike go down the racetrack with my weight, with my wheelbase. You know, so but I took what he told me and started manipulating the maps and stuff and asking him, so wait a minute, what did you say? Wait a minute, how do I get to this? And just started figuring stuff out and every time we went out, we went faster. We went 780s on the next run. Then we went out again with 770s and then we started going 180. Then we started going 185, you know? So when we went to the, the World Finals, we had been like 186 mile an hour. We went like a 770, which which was good to us. We knew we were on our way, and it was a controlled 770. So when we came with the Man Cup, we come off the trailer with a 60 flat. So yeah, things just continuously got better and better. Of course, we won that race. We set the Man Cup record at that race. So expectations were high over the winter time. You know, guys were complaining that we went fat too fast too soon. 
and that maybe they should take some of the Kawasaki advantages away from the class. But until we gap them or we do something they haven't done before, yeah. like Jason said, it really makes no sense if if we're if we're here and they're here, but they've been here and they're back up there. That's a uh, even class. But when we go down here and they're playing in this area, I understand changing the rules at that point. And when it gets to that, we will have accomplished what we set out to accomplish. And we'll just have to figure it out, just like I've done my whole life. Alright, well he's having a great weekend. It's not done yet, so and uh we're gonna be talking to him again. So, you heard it. There might be there it is. a lot, but I know what you don't know. <laughs> so I'm looking to go 40s. I'm happy, happy, happy to be on the pole, to have set the mile an hour record. I'm happy for everybody that's involved with the motorcycle, for Gary and Barry, for Steve Nichols, like um, XDA, Jason Miller, for giving us me the track to run it on, and such a great facility. Um, now it's time for me to do my job, stick my head down, get down behind that fairing, and put that 49 on the board first. Because Jeremy's gonna do it, or Brandon's gonna do it, or Spencer. So I wanna do it first. <laughs> All right, there's the call. 40s, that's what we're after. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you, thank you guys.